1: Are you tired of bank transfer fees and low interest rates? Say hello to Gotime Bank! Gotime Bank offers interest rates 50 times higher than traditional banks and offers 3 free bank transfers to other banks per week. With Gotime Bank, you can make quick and easy transfers to other banks. Plus, enjoy higher interest rates of 3% per year on your savings. No minimum amount, no deposit caps, and no need to complete tasks or missions. As a Gokongwei Group Bank, you can trust GoTime Bank to keep your money safe and secure. Download the GoTime Bank app today and experience the next level of banking. Or you may visit www.gotimeme.com.ph for more details. This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Network Asia and Podmetrics. Hey, Grateful Ones. Before we start, find yourself in a comfortable space and take three deep breaths. I know it's been tough for all of us, so let's take this time to feel whatever you're feeling as you take a deep breath in. Take in love, kindness, joy, and gratitude. And as you exhale, let go of any pain, anger, regret, or discomfort you're feeling right now. Welcome to After 30 with Gar Erigel, a 30-something reminding you to take deep breaths and live with gratitude as we talk love, life, fear, relationships, career, sex, food, money, good books, and how life is so much different and oddly the same after 30. I post new episodes every Thursday. Follow at After 30 with Gar Erigel on Instagram and Facebook to stay updated. Welcome to another episode of After 30 with Cara Erigel. Happy Women's Month, everybody. You know what? Let me tell you a quick story. I remember very vividly a conversation I had with a good friend of mine in the rain, cold raindrops falling on our faces and the ocean kissing our toes ever so lightly as we laughed and cried about our past relationships and reasons behind us taking that beach trip to find ourselves before turning 30. I had asked, why do I always attract the same types of men? Why is it always the assholes, the cheaters, the ghosters? And she said to me, Kara, I think it's because you scare them off by having more masculine energy than them. And we both just laughed it off because how ridiculous was that, right? Then it took me back to breakup conversations I had with a couple of ex-boyfriends and having them say essentially the same thing, just mansplained, (laughs) You're too focused on your career, you're too independent, and you never need my help. I feel useless in this relationship. You can't even cook. When we get married, you will have to give up your work and focus on our home. Like, what? And that got me thinking. I was raised by two very strong, independent women in a home where the only male was my brother who I had felt responsible for. So yes, I do have masculine energy, but that's because that was the only kind of energy I knew. What is feminine energy anyway? What's the difference? Is there really a difference? Does feminine energy mean I should be less career oriented or that I should learn how to cook and be more dependent on men? I read somewhere that being overly masculine and under feminine leaves many of us longing for something else, something rejuvenating, something carefree, something creative, something spontaneous, which is the feminine energy. Now, the secret is finding the balance, unleashing the inner goddess in you and tapping into your most authentic, powerful self. How do you show up as your best self and celebrate your womanhood? You are a goddess, my love. Now, let's unleash that power with today's guest, Sanaya Gurnamal, everybody.
0: Hi, Sanaya. Hi, Cara. Thank you. That introduction to our topic today was like so spot on. As you were reminiscing, I was thinking back to my childhood and what (laughs) I grew up with. And I'm like, oh my God, you know, I think you and I and so many women out there had that same experience where we were told, you know, how we needed to behave as a woman to be acceptable to everyone else. And um, I think it's about time, right? That we start to Break that down that we start to accept who we are and to recognize that um, we are that goddess, you know, and that doesn't mean we reject our masculine energy or we, you know, just focus on that feminine energy. But it's really, as you said, it's about the balance. So I'm so happy to be here today to talk about this subject. It is something that actually has been brewing in my own mind for the last Mm -hmm. uh, couple of weeks, so much so that I Um, I did a meditation on it. I I wrote an art, like I wrote some stuff on it. And so it's really just so fitting that we are here today to talk about it.
1: Thank you so much for making time again. And it's timing is just so perfect with both of us. I feel like just our energies are always in sync and I love it. So thank you very much for that. And I cannot wait to talk about this thing that you wrote. It's actually, I was lying down in bed and I was going through Instagram and I saw your post and I was like, oh my God. I need to talk to Sanaya about this <laughs> because I have been thinking about it as well. And I'm like, you said it so perfectly in that post. And again, I'm so looking forward to talk about what it is that you wrote. But I want to start by asking you, Sanaya, what is feminine energy and how is it different from masculine energy?
0: Yeah. So the way I see feminine energy is it's the part of us that flows. We don't force it. It is the the softer, more gentle aspect of us. It's the nurturing, the loving. It is that kind of energy where we really are about loving and giving, okay? As opposed to the other kind of energy, which is very aggressive, very action-oriented. The female and feminine energy is a lot softer. It's really, I would say, embodied by the word flow, and allowing things to happen. And probably the third word that I think is so apt to describe the feminine energy is really nurturing. Okay? So mm-hmm. that's the aspect of us that is really strongly what makes us feminine.
1: It may just be PMS, but three of those words that you just said, like hit me hard. You said nurturing, you said flow, and you said the energy of just letting go and letting things happen. Yeah. Those Words trigger me for some reason. I feel like it it has a lot to do with, you know, how I was brought up. And like I said in, in the beginning, you know, I was brought up by very strong women always to never depend on a man. That was something I heard always growing up. Okay, we'll get into that a little bit deeper later on. But what does it truly mean to embrace and step into your feminine energy
0: now that you've described it? Well, so for me, stepping into your feminine energy, like embracing that, that is acknowledging the goddess in yourself. And the goddess is your power. It's your sense of worth. It's your self-esteem, okay? It is you really just embracing every aspect of who you are, okay? And so when we talk about, you know, unleashing your inner goddess or embracing your feminine energy, it is really being at peace with that. And you actually made a really good point before you floated this question, which is, you know, growing up, you were brought up to kind of really learn to be independent. Like that was a really big focus. And what ends up happening is a lot of us, even though we're supposed to be raised by a balanced energy, masculine and feminine, what ends up happening for some of us, if we are raised by a single parent, for example then the masculine energy, the dominant male energy is missing. So either the mother plays the role of the man, the father, she has to kind of play both roles, but she fills the role or the child does it. Okay. Somebody has to occupy the missing energy. Okay. Let me kind of simplify that because there is the masculine and feminine within us. And then uh-huh. there is a dominant male and dominant female in our life, mm-hmm. our mother and our father. Okay. Uh-huh. And if either of those worlds are missing, or you have an absent parent, someone who's out of the house all the time or working all the time, or there is a lack of bonding between one energy, either the mother or father, right? That creates a void. And so mm-hmm. what happens is either you fill that role, you take on the role. Or, you know, there's some distortion. Okay. And that's when we kind of grow up without that sense of balance of like feminine and masculine, because there was a Mm -hmm. distortion in our family, in our childhood that ended up, you know, becoming something that became a distortion within us as well. Okay. And so Mm -hmm. also we have this other aspect of it, and I'm kind of maybe even getting ahead of myself, Kara. So please stop me and say, Sanaya, wait, 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 I'm going to get to that. (laughs) Okay. So there's also this idea of what society deems is the masculine role and the feminine role, the male Mm -hmm. to female role. And so you might grow up being taught to be independent and you were raised by two strong women. So you see how the male dominant male energy is missing. So what happens? You're raised to kind of step into that energy. So the whole independent, you know, you didn't focus on things like cooking. You were more Mm -hmm. like, you know, career oriented. Those are very masculine energies. Nothing wrong with it, because Mm -hmm. within us, we still have the feminine and the masculine. But because of the distortion, this is what happened. You leaned more into the masculine rather than having the balance. And so then you've got society saying, wait a minute, Kara, you are not an ideal woman, because you don't know how to cook. You're putting (laughs) your career first, right? So society is essentially canceling you. Because society mm-hmm. has these certain notions and ideas of what a woman is supposed to do, what her role is, right? But society yeah. is not factored in that you didn't have a male, a dominant male energy in your life, okay? And you stepped up to that role. So society mm-hmm. has no tolerance for things that don't go to what is expected or how things are supposed to be, okay? And really, mm-hmm. every each one of us have to make peace with our past, recognize that maybe there's an imbalance within us and make peace with that and then learn to accept both sides of ourselves, the masculine and the feminine, which means, Kara, I can be successful. I can you know, run my business empire, but I can still, for example, be a mother. I can nurture my children. I can you know, have my energy in the home, even if it doesn't mean I have to cook. I can have a cook But it's still your energy, right? Because the cook is under your employment or your direction. So even though you're not doing the cooking, you're still fulfilling the female role of sort of making sure that 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 energy is in the home, the nurturing, okay? That kind of like, that is the feminine energy as well. So we're not saying that you need to give up your career give up your dreams give up that energy that has made you successful but just finding Mm -hmm. balance between both and learning to accept what makes you uniquely you okay
1: that's the one the balance that i'm still honestly trying to figure out and looking for and now that i'm married because you know i felt like i had stepped into this role and now i am i am woman you know and and i am in a relationship with a man and it, there just has to be a good balance otherwise i know but you are both to have masculine energy it just doesn't work i mean i guess it worked. maybe it works for some but it just won't feel balanced and i like that you said there was a distortion in um, you know in energy since i was growing up and that's 100% true i feel like there was just an overcompensation on my mother's side and well as my grandmother's side to fulfill both roles to not show me that she was having a hard time when she was raising two kids all on her own she had to be tough and so she didn't have time to hug us but she would try I remember you know running to her crying heartbroken and she would like her hugs were always awkward it would always be just like gentle tapping
0: (laughs) until now I just joke about it because she's not a hugger And, you know, when we see
1: each
0: other, it's like, oh, hello. But you know what that says, right? That says that probably she was out of balance with her feminine energy because that like affectionate, hugging, nurturing aspect Mm -hmm. is our feminine energy, right? And probably because she was struggling raising the two kids, she wanted you to kind of grow up thinking you don't ever have to struggle. You could do it on your own. You don't need a man. Which again throws you out of balance because it's not about needing a man, but it's just you know having again a partnership, someone to yeah. kind of trade roles with, right? Yeah, it took a while for me to
1: understand it. I remember having that. Con- I think in our first ever session, I did say that when I talked about you know my marriage was still fresh at the time. Anyway, I'm I'm very open about this. Our first arguments would always be like you know my husband feeling you're just not letting me. Take care of you. And to me, it was like, why Why is that a problem? You don't have to think about these. You know, you don't have to think about taking care of me in that way. You know, isn't that supposed to be a good thing? And, and that's the, the imbalance in there, right? I guess maybe we can touch more on that um, in just a bit. I am also kind of getting ahead of myself because there's just so much to talk about in this and I don't know how to pack totally. it all in just less than an hour. But you touched on this a little bit earlier. And I just want to ask you this question now, what role do blocks and these limiting beliefs, which are the beliefs that were, I guess, imprinted on me as I was growing up by my parents, what do those limiting beliefs play in the inability to unleash
0: our most authentic feminine energy? Absolutely. So we've already talked about the fact that we can have these distortions in childhood when something's missing, right? And then, I also talked about, you know, what is the feminine and the masculine energy and how there's this society element about what we should and shouldn't do, right? So now you're taking it to the next level, which is, well, what about the blocks? So when we have these belief blocks, when we believe, right? So if I was raised to believe that a woman's place is in the home, that she needs to cook, she needs to take care of the house. I was actually raised because my mother was a homemaker and she would tell me things like, you know, if you're going to be so independent, no one's going to marry you. Like, you know, what's going to want you, you know, like if you don't know how to cook, no one's going to marry you. Right. And so I was raised to believe that I have to do those roles to be an acceptable woman, to, to like belong to the, the, you know, the nation of women. You have to do these things and you have to know how to do these things. Right, to be loved and even not on a deeper uh, on, on a loved. deeper level. Yeah, loved and accepted. Right, it's like it's yeah. loved and to be accepted. You have to yeah. be able to do. You have to be good at these things, you yeah. know. And I remember I had that like very rebellious spirit and streak. And because between my mother and father, my father was dominant. He was mm-hmm. like a very dominant male. My mother had less power. So what did I do? Mm-hmm. I stepped into. Like that power role, because for me, it was like, Oh, the male energy has more power. So I grow up saying that's what I want to be. Right. So here's my mother saying, Oh, but a woman should do these things. And I'm thinking, Oh no, but look, the man has it better because he has more power. Right. And so now there's like pressure and stress with me because I am doing really well in my career. Like if I were to kind of rely only on the masculine energy, I'm doing phenomenally, you know, I'm doing great in school. I'm achieving, I'm accomplishing, I have that confidence, I have that action-oriented energy, but guess what? I'm a failure as a woman because I can't do those things that a woman is supposed to do in order to be loved. Mm -hmm. So now I've got these beliefs that I was raised with, my mother's beliefs, and I've got what I am drawn to. And so once again, there's a disconnect within me because I feel guilty. So I'm out there and being successful, but I feel guilty because maybe I'm not doing the things other women are doing in the home. Right. And so that's kind of the situation that happens is when we feel within ourselves conflict because yeah. we are not, we are not, let's say, um, behaving in a way that makes us acceptable to ourselves and also to others. So that is the role of the belief blocks that need to be corrected so that we can feel at peace with ourselves. We can say, well, you know, I can love myself and accept myself as I am. I don't need to be X, Y, Z Mm. to be loved, to be accepted. And a lot of it is really how we react to society, how we react to our upbringing, and also, you know, how we react to other people's expectations. So if you're really kind of dependent on that, it becomes that much harder. There's a lot more conflict. But if you're very like, confident in yourself, you're self-empowered, you're, you know, you really have a strong sense of worth and self-esteem, then the conflict is less likely to show up. hmm I see. Hence, you, hence, embrace your goddess, right? Because when you embrace your goddess, then you're saying, I love myself as I am. I. That's when your self-worth and self-esteem becomes very strong.
1: hmm Alright. As you were explaining it that way, you know, the word that kept, you know, resounding in the back of my head is balance, 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 because I have so many questions about that. I had a FaceTime with my dad who I'm not very close to, but we have a good relationship. Once in a while, we call each other. So he called me the other day uh, to pitch. Anyway, we talked about something and, you know, his energy, was just, he was so excited and he was so forward. He was like, oh, like this, like this. Oh, this is going to be good. I was reacting to what he was saying, and then when he put down the phone, it's like I realized, oh my goodness, (laughs) we have the same energy. Every time I talk, I'm that way, and la da da, and it's the kind of energy that I say this because I remembered a conversation with um, a guy I had dated, and we were just pretty open about that. And and I said, how come I always attract these people? Um, It's always just the same types of men. And he said, oh, it's because I think they're kind of put off by the energy that you emit. In essence, he was saying, you're, you're coming on too strong, girl, that I don't think a guy would want to commit to you. That's how I heard what, what he was saying. So how do you...
0: Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.
1: To then find the balance of be embracing your goddess, being in your own You know, loving yourself as you are and loving the energy that you do have and finding the balance of being with the right kind of man with the right energy that fits
0: yours. Okay, that's a good question. And really, Kara, your father was right, right? You were coming on, I wouldn't really say coming on too strong, but I think you were pushing men away with the energy that I'm independent, I don't need anybody. Okay. And when you don't need anybody, you're basically telling everybody, like, go F yourself. I don't need you. I'm (laughs) good on my own. Right? And that's the energy you're putting out. So even if a man is interested in you, right, he gets that from you. Like this vibe of like, you know, I don't need you. I don't want you. You know, like stay away. And that may not be what you want to give off. That may not be Mm -hmm. the signals that you want to be giving off to people. And that's because Mm. you were so centered and rooted in that masculine energy, right? And we've worked together, right? You and me, Kara, and we've had some episodes where we've talked a lot about theta healing, right? And I remember that when we did a little bit of work, even on the episode itself, you got vulnerable, right? Mm -hmm. And there were emotions coming up. That's your feminine side. That's the side you were keeping locked away. Cause mm-hmm. you were in your head about what was going on in your life. And when we started doing some work, you stayed in your heart and staying in your heart center is again, a very feminine energy. It's our feminine side when we do that, right? Any kind of healing happens in that feminine energy, even for a man. Okay. Mm-hmm. So for me, you were strongly leaning towards that masculine and you had almost rejected or hidden away the feminine until you started to heal until you started to work on yourself. And I think you noticed the difference in your own relationship with your partner as you allowed yourself to become more vulnerable and you allowed yourself to kind of step into that, that energy that you locked away because you didn't want to get hurt, right? You don't Mm -hmm. want anyone to hurt you anymore. And so sometimes we reject our feminine energy because we've been hurt so many times as a woman, right? People have broken our heart. Right. So we lock that Mm -hmm. away and we just say, "Okay, I'm going to be like a wall. You build a wall. And that's, again, masculine. That's protection because it's Mm -hmm. the tendency of the men to build fortresses. It's how they Mm -hmm. protect their family. What did warriors do way back when? Right. They would build walls and protect their family from war or from uh, invaders and attackers. And so that's the male energy stepping in the one of protection. Whereas the the female is the vulnerability, right? So balance really, for me, Cara, is being able to tune into the feminine side when it is needed, when it is relevant in the situation, and Mm. also being tuned into the masculine energy when you need it. So when I'm in my career space, like when I'm in that zone and I'm working, I want my male energy to dominate, Right. But Mm -hmm. because I'm in a creative field, I also want that creative feminine energy to also be present. So you have to know when to use both. When I'm with my children, the nurturing side of me comes in, not the Mm -hmm. very structured, you know, you know, very like do, do, do. No, it's just a being and allowing a softer, a gentler, a loving energy. So that's how I am with my kids. And then with my husband, if he is not feeling good, if he'll, he's going through a challenge, a rough time, my feminine energy steps up and nurtures him and loves him and kind of gives him that support he needs. And when mm-hmm. we are bouncing off ideas together as equals, like, you know, in, in the business space, then it's my masculine energy that's kind of like, all right, you know, let's figure this out. Let's Let's come up with a solution. So really the goal is... To be able to, as you said, balance. But balance means I can step into any role. Because both, mm-hmm. is, both are within me. I am right. both masculine and feminine in myself. Yeah. Okay? And I, I believe most of us have rejected the feminine in favor of the masculine. Whether because we're hurt. Maybe because that was the only way we could survive. Maybe mm-hmm. because you know, our childhood trained us that way. But most women have lost their power... By rejecting that feminine side, we've become hard and tough. We've built walls. You know, we've become more focused on getting things done rather than getting in touch with ourselves and connecting with ourselves. So really the solution or the path to getting to a point where I can reach that state of balance is embrace your inner goddess, which means give rise to the feminine. Let her emerge. See her. She's there. She's been hiding you locked her up you know let her free let her out of the cage you know let her be who she's meant to be so you can be who you're meant to be right be the woman mm-hmm. you you came here to be and that doesn't make you weak that doesn't make you vulnerable it allows you to exactly. be vulnerable if you want but not weak yes. you can be strong and you can be strong as a woman okay we That's don't have to That's why many need- of us
1: have that's why many of us, sorry to cut you there, but that's why many of us have given favor more to our masculine energy because we see feminine as weak energy, weaker energy. Oh, she cries. Oh, she's vulnerable. Oh, she's in touch with her feelings. Hence, she won't be able to do the job well because her emotions are in the way. Oh, she won't be yeah. able to handle tough situations because she's weak. Biggest curse Which is of not true. A, <laughs> curse
0: of being a woman, you're too emotional. When in fact, being emotional is our strength,
1: right? We just need to learn that. It is. Now, I remember this um, when you were talking about it earlier. You said, you know, finding the balance, being able to tap into what kind of energy you need in the moment, whether it's your feminine energy or your masculine energy. And you were telling me about, you know, situations with your husband and how you are with your kids when you tap your feminine energy and how you are when you're working when you're in boss woman mode you you tap into your masculine energy and that's so 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 important and it's something that i don't think you know someone can learn just right away you hone it through practice and also by unleashing your inner goddess and accepting her that's what we're talking about now but my gosh with me it's really the balance because again my masculine energy is like okay there's a problem need to fix this now 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 this is how we fix it this way my husband hates it when i do this <laughs> So I do that when there's a problem or when there's work, like everything needs to happen right now. Problem, solution, problem, solution, always like that. So when he comes to me with his own problems, like personal stuff, something he's going through, in my head, it's also, there's a problem, how do we fix it? There's no room for empathy. And that's very feminine. And that's something I need to get in touch with because it's also something that I did not get growing up. Empathy was not a strong suit of the women who raised me. <laughs> they
0: didn't have time. They didn't have exactly. time. Those the, the, have time. the women you raised, they had to survive. They didn't have time to like, you know, moan over their feelings and and they thought, you know, that's the thing we sacrifice to take care of our family. You know, we give up all of that. We have to be strong. There's no room for that.
1: And that's why guilt so, is also something we feel most times because then. If you feel like okay you're a woman, you're a mother, you have a career, you don't have the time to feel bad or to feel these things because you're supposed to be taking care of your kids, you're supposed to be making money, taking care of your career. And so you feel guilty when you have all oh, what so I have the luxury of time to to wallow in whatever it is I'm feeling. So it's tapping into your inner goddess and allowing her, embracing her. Regardless of gender, we all possess Feminine and masculine energy, like you said. While we all should ideally balance both of these energies, society tends to value masculine energy more, like you mentioned earlier as well, in that productivity, finding work success, and being detached from our emotions and feelings is more celebrated and is often the basis of one's happiness. How do we, let's say if you were to one, two, three, to someone who's hearing this for the first time, who's unfamiliar with the terms that we've been throwing out and, and, and talking about, how do we find the balance so that we can be our most authentic powerful goddess selves
0: okay so if i want to simplify it okay the first step for me is to connect with yourself what does that mean connect with how you feel at any given point because feelings right feelings are very feminine energy so if you are a woman right do that check in with yourself how am i feeling in every situation and allow yourself to feel Now there's a difference between feeling and wallowing. Wallowing is not feeling. Wallowing is being stuck, right? So all I'm saying is just check in. How do I feel about this? And just observing, acknowledging the feelings, that's all you need to do. Doing that tunes you into the feminine vibration, okay? And that is kind of one of the ways that you get in touch or you start, you know, unleashing that energy in your life is just by being aware of your emotions. All right. Step two. Okay. There are times where you will have to play the more masculine role like at work. Okay. And that's okay, but we don't need to bring that role into every other aspect of our life. Right. And just a kind of a a little bit of a, a story here. You know how in the corporate world, right? And sort of that work career space, there's this whole notion of like power dressing, right? And how women in the workplace, if they want to be seen, taken seriously and seen professionally, essentially they have to stop dressing like a woman and they need to dress like a man. Mm -hmm. It is to that degree where there is the rejection of the feminine energy in the workplace. If a woman is emotional, In her workplace, she is kind of looked down upon by her colleagues. It's kind of like, oh, she's too emotional. She's such a woman. Right. And those kind of women do not get recognized. They don't move up the corporate ladder. And so, really, Mm -hmm. the message you're getting at work is if you want to succeed, you got to be like a man. Okay. And it is only now you're seeing where, you know, there's like support for maternity leave, you know, women are sort of allowing themselves to maybe behave differently one that respects who they are as a woman you know so I think that has become a lot more important and you see more of it in in the western world right where you know there's a lot more allowance or tolerance for what a woman needs to do but even you know using that word allowance and tolerance sounds like they're doing us a favor so really there's just a lot more acceptance let's put it that way let me use a better word there's a lot more acceptance, right? Like they now provide daycare or they provide all these things um, for women that we didn't have access to mm-hmm. in the workplace. So there's that. Yeah. there's less pressure to be like a man, right? So if you are in that kind of an environment where you're not feeling like it's acceptable to bring in your feminine energy, okay? Find your way of doing it without maybe threatening other people but do it okay so maybe it is wearing a little bit more color okay Mm -hmm. even though you're in a man's world and i'm you know putting quotation mark or in a in, in that kind of environment allow yourself to shine a little bit like a woman do these little things okay and then step three there are certain things that really encourage that goddess energy in our lives things like connecting with nature okay things like dressing up a little bit of feminine you know touch um whether it's like dresses or accessories you know all of that is really the goddess energy that's the realm of the goddess energy making your space pretty you know adorning it with like candles or like you know all the the fun stuff that we women like to do um Mm -hmm. so bring bring more of that you know Really connect with other goddesses, right? When you spend time with your girlfriends, okay, that is also really encouraging, expressing the goddess energy in your life, you know, hanging out with other goddesses and being around women and really just women supporting women or your burkada, or however you, you know, spend quality time with other women. These are all different ways of playing up that goddess energy. So again, I'll repeat. The first one um, was really just recognizing your emotions. So the second step was even when you are in situations that feel like only your masculine energy is valid, allow yourself to add a little little, tiny bit of that feminine. Okay, just to remind yourself you're still a woman and Mm -hmm. there's power in woman. And step three was a couple of tips I gave you about really letting that goddess energy within you show its face, okay? <laughs> Showing up today for
1: me was more, that. this is the first, I don't know, I mean, I've only spoken to you if not, you know, a few times, but I've never worn red lipstick <laughs> on the podcast. And this is the first time I wore red lipstick. I'm like, uh, today is ha- happy. We're recording on happy International Women's, women's Day. Day, Happy Women's Day. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to wear bright red lipstick. And I I would really super relate to what you were saying, like power dressing. I mean, if you can see that logo up on the upper right corner of the screen right now, I'm wearing a blazer. That's my, you know, a blazer, a pantsuit. That's my power outfit. And I yeah. remember having to, you know, wear outfits like that. Not having to, but not that I was pressured to wear it, but it was just so natural to me because I felt like I'm more, I will be more respected this way. I will be taken seriously, more seriously if I stand this way, if I wear this. Gosh, and I remember having to walk from the parking lot in Ortigas when I was doing radio. Um <laughs> and it was funny because one of my bo- my male bosses made fun of me for a while because he saw me he was walking behind me from the parking lot as well. And I was walking like like I was about to punch someone. And like, you know, he brought it up when I was at work and he was like, "Yo, Cara I was walking like this again." And I was like, <laughs> "What?" And to me, it felt like I just had to naturally walk that way because I'm walking in and it's a dark area of ortigas i'm walking towards the building i have to walk like i'm about to punch someone <laughs> otherwise right. i will be catcalled, or you know something might happen to me because i am a woman yes. and all these things
0: but that's um, okay right you channeled yeah. your masculine energy exactly. right and that was the right time to do it and that yeah still that is the balance like i can put that on i can put on my power suit when i need to but i can put on that mm-hmm. red dress also when i want to
1: Love. All right. My final, well, last two questions before we do talk about this thing that you wrote that you are now able to share with everybody, which I'm excited to read as well. Okay. There is a true goddess in all of us. How do we awaken and unleash her? Let's say first thing in, let's give an example. First thing in the morning, you wake up. How do you awaken this goddess in you and unleash her to get you through, no, to get you to thrive throughout the day?
0: You know, just looking at at yourself in the mirror, just look at yourself in the mirror and connect. Because, you know, I I, I don't know about you, but like I'm in the morning, I'm like, oh my God, I got to do this. I got to do that. You know, I, I got to get ready, blah, 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 right? But taking a moment to look in the mirror and be like, I see you, okay? And who you're seeing is your goddess self, okay? And just that single practice of connecting with yourself, even for a moment in the mirror just starts off your day making you feel just so connected to you so much more powerful. I think that, you know, there are lots of different things you can do Kara to really awaken or unleash that goddess. And actually, as you mentioned, I wrote a guide um, that I'm happy to share with everyone. I'm sharing the link with you, you know, everyone can download that and that gives you like about five tips on how to like awaken that goddess self in context of being able to communicate and you know interact with people in in that goddess energy right so i'm happy to share that with all your listeners um so there's that but i want to kind of maybe focus on the psychological aspect of awakening the goddess because i think that's something that is really more important than anything okay and that is to recognize that you are this amazing, powerful, wonderful person, okay? And that, you know, anybody who has you in their life should value you, should respect you. And it comes from, of course, valuing and respecting yourself, honoring yourself as a woman, you know, for all the things. I mean, we friggin' create life, okay? Life comes through (gasps) us, okay? We represent birth and rebirth fertility fertility is like how this whole planet grows plants and flowers i mean that is the energy we embody okay Mm -hmm. we are amazing and we have the ultimate power of birthing life so anytime we reduce ourselves we make ourselves small we doubt ourselves we reject ourselves anytime we say i'm not good enough somebody, you know, will not accept me or love me for who I am, okay? You are diminishing your power. And really for me, Leisha and Inner Goddess is about remembering who you are. You are the energy of the earth. You are the person who birds life, okay? You are love. You are nurturing. The family doesn't work without you, okay? And really just... Remembering who you are, your importance, your value. It's a mindset, Kara, more than anything. There are lots yeah. of things that I tell you we can do to awaken and a, a lot of things will really help. But ultimately it's about tuning into that sense of knowing mm-hmm. I'm beautiful. Okay. I'm spectacular. I am unique. I can be myself. I don't have to be like anyone else or do what society tells me to do. I can be truly Completely me. That is my goddess self, right? That is who I am. Okay. And so that is the message I really have for people that your goddess energy is your strength, your power, your sense of worth. And the more you tune into that, the more you focus on that, the more you celebrate that, the more the goddess you are. Okay and it's a it's it's
1: a strong vibrant infectious energy that not only works for you wonderfully but as you emit this energy you are now inspiring more and more women around you because they feel the same energy and they embody it as well that that's the power Absolutely. of it right so Absolutely. yes please do tell us about um you know this thing that you wrote about unleashing your inner goddess and where everybody including myself can take a look at it, can read it, can keep going back to it so that they can now start creating this mindset for themselves and unleashing their inner goddess.
0: Absolutely. And thank you also for letting me talk about this. So, you know, it was just a few weeks ago and I was working with some of my clients. So, you know, I've talked to you a little bit about my Soulmate program and I'm working with more than 20 women right now to help them, you know, in this aspect of their life. And one thing that showed up again with pretty much every woman and has showed up in most of my sessions when I've worked with women in the last 14 years is Mm self-worth, okay? Mm -hmm. That our self-worth has really taken a beating over time, okay? And part of it is group consciousness, society, you know, part of it is um, our experiences in childhood. Some of it is, you know, the relationships we've been in, right? So we're all struggling with that. And I kind of reflected back to my life. And I was like that. I remember really feeling, you know, broken by some of my relationships. I remember, you know, really going through a lot of challenges in my own life, especially with Mm self-worth. And I remember the moment where things changed. And when I went back to that, and I was kind of, you know, looking at that, remembering that. I recognized that what made a difference to me was to stop looking at everyone else and start focusing on myself, start prioritizing myself, start loving myself. And I really got to a point where I started to think of myself as truly amazing. You know, it it wasn't like, am I as good as this person or that? I stopped comparing and I started to see myself and say, I would actually look at myself and be like, you are amazing. I'm so proud of you you know, I love you so much. Like there was really that mm-hmm. feeling of like self-love. And I remember in particular, I was driving and there was this song um on the radio and suddenly in that, it was a very inspiring song. I don't remember what it was, but I remember that moment. I just felt this like happiness and joy. And I was like, you know, I love myself. I love my life. I feel so connected and in tune with everything from that, you know, from around that time in my life, I just started to really prioritize myself and make myself important, you know, honor, respect myself. And when I did attract my soulmate after that, he treated me exactly that way. Like he treats me like the most precious thing to him. And I, I recognize that I am the most precious thing to me. So of mm. course, wow. he's going to treat me that way. Right. Yeah. And I always say this, we we attract our energetic equivalent in a partner. And it Mm -hmm. is, by the way, the male energy to take care of the woman. It is that masculine, feminine dynamic. And for me, and this I'm sharing with you, Kara, because you brought this up earlier about your old relationship. I've realized, hey, take care of me, pamper me, love me, you know, treat me like the goddess you you see me as, you know, the way I see myself. And you know what? I'll take it, you know, bring it Mm -hmm. on, let it flow. Mm hmm. Excuse me. And so that is really the relationship dynamic with my husband. I allow him to really shower me with attention and love. And I Mm -hmm. accept it as a woman because at the end of the day, you know, that is my role as a woman. I give birth, I nurture, I support. And my man is supposed to be the one who nurtures me and supports me. So I can give to others, whether it's my family or to the world. So Mm -hmm. there, there was like an inherent kind of balance. Before everything got messed up, you know, with all the roles, um, I can still be strong and step into my masculine, but I can also allow myself to be in that feminine energy. And really, for me, it was tapping into my goddess that brought me a man who respects me in that way and treats me in that way. You know, so it was really my self-worth first. But that's yeah. why, you know, when I was kind of going through all of this uh, amid some of the sessions that I was doing, I was like, you know, I would like to do a session just on this. But, you know, mm-hmm. in my program, which is like, you know, a, a, a six-session program, I'm like, I don't have time to dedicate an entire session to this whole goddess idea. Let me just write it, okay? So initially, I wrote it for my soulmate, magnet, you know, um, clients, the people in my program. Then I said, you know what? Everyone should read this. So I just kind of started, I posted it on Instagram, and I just started sharing it with everybody. And I just, you know, it's like you said, when you you have a lot and you feel like there's so much to share, you just want to give it to people. You need to put it somewhere, right? So I said, let me just give it to everybody. It's a a goddess guide. It's Unleash Your Goddess Guide. It's followed by a couple of other things. I send over a meditation. I send over, you know, lessons from Aphrodite. Because once I got started, I was like, oh my God, I want to say this. And I want, you know, I had a lot (laughs) to share. And so I got really excited. So I do have the Unleash Your Goddess Guide. Um, it it can be found on bit.ly slash unleash-your-inner-goddess. If you could even put that wherever you can post it, Kara, then anyone can go and download it. It's totally free. It's just for you if you enjoy it. If it makes a difference for you, then that's what it's for. Okay, so I don't know who's going to end up reading it, but I know that whoever does read it is going to find something in there for them. And a lot of my clients and students and even people on Instagram have DM me saying, oh, my God, this is timely. You know, even this one thing I picked up from your guide, like, made such a big difference. This is what I needed to hear. So I think that, you know, just checking it out and even just focusing on this concept and idea will Mm -hmm. trigger you to bring more of that energy in. Because, you know, energy flows where attention goes. That's the the quote that comes to mind i love that
1: ah i love this so much i cannot wait to read it myself that's again you can get this free uh you can read this for free on bit.ly slash unleash dash your dash inner dash goddess if you guys are watching this on facebook live you can see it on your screens right now but make sure to give it a look because this is nothing now that it's women's month you know it's it's so perfect it's a mindset sanaya is correct it's a mindset and so when you wake up in the morning, looking at yourself in the mirror, like what Sanaya said, and, and, and telling yourself, hey, you gorgeous goddess, you, <laughs> <laughs> you're going to have an amazing day. <laughs> and I do that. I do that. Mm-hmm. I don't look at myself in the mirror every morning. Maybe I should. But when I open the drapes, me and my husband, we go amazing. And it's just, you know, shouting it out to the universe and, you know, the, the physiology of it. Yeah. And, and then you do have an amazing day. So I, I guess there it's the do. same concept, Right. Um, you remind yourself every single day that yes you are a goddess maybe wear red lipstick if you're feeling less of a goddess that day you know if you're tired if you're not feeling well wear a red dress whatever makes you feel um in tune with your feminine energy go ahead and do that and make sure to give this a read again that's bit.ly slash unleash dash your dash inner dash goddess thank you so much sanaya one last question for you something i ask all guests on the show what are you most grateful for today in this moment? Please share it
0: with us. Well, I am definitely grateful for my uh feminine energy, for the part of me that allows me to express my creativity, to love myself, nurture myself, but also other people. So, I do take this moment to recognize that about me because me too, there was a long, long stretch of my life where I forgot what it feels like to be a woman. I was so obsessed with being successful in the corporate world and a man's man's world again um and i Mm -hmm. forgot that i need to celebrate my power as a woman and i need to use my voice and i need to express myself and you know that is something that um i never want to forget and so i'm grateful for that
1: thank you i am grateful for your energy as well i'm grateful for your time i'm grateful for you. Thank you so much for holding space. Thank you for sharing your knowledge with us now that you're overflowing with so much love and gratitude that you're now able to share with everybody. I'm so, so happy, so thankful that you are here. I cannot wait to have another episode with you. Please invite our listeners to check out your Soulmate Magnet program. Is it that's is that still ongoing? And to also follow yes. you
0: on your socials. Yes, absolutely. So uh, we've talked about my Soulmate Magnet uh, program, I think on one of our episodes, Cara, but it is a program where I do help women who are always stuck in the wrong relationship, attracting the wrong guy. Or the other thing that I see all the time is I don't want to be in a relationship. I've been hurt, bitten so much. Like I don't want to go there anymore. And so you kind of close the doors on love. And so really my Soulmate Magnet program welcomes you to actually find what is limiting you, what is blocking you, release all of that. So you can actually be the kind of woman who can attract that uh, wonderful soulmate into their life. And so that is what the program um, is about. Um, I am launching the the group coaching program on April 24th. I did do a pre-launch where I did take um, a lot of people through a one-to-one, but the actual launch of the program is coming up next month. So if anyone's interested, you know, do get in touch. You can follow me on at Sanaya Gurnamal, that's S-A-N-A-I-Y-A-H-G-U-R-N-A-M-A-L because it's a tricky spelling. So I got to spell that out. And finally, mm-hmm. um, I want to thank you, Cara, for really allowing me to, you know, to allow me to share actually what I wanted to, to say today. And um, I am so grateful for you, Cara, because our conversations are always so much fun, so interesting. And as I'm discussing with you, I'm getting a lot of insight. And I think that's the best thing about conversation is we learn a lot from each other and we can also share with other people. 100% thank you for agree. Having me. Thank you.
1: Thank you very much for being here. Again, I look forward to the next. I hope you all have a wonderful day. Again, Sanaya Gurnamal, everybody. Thank you. Bye. Thank you so, so much for your time and energy. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. Now, this is the part where you share the things, people, moments, whatever it is that you're grateful for today. I would love to hear from you. So please do get in touch with me on Instagram and Facebook at After 30 with Cara Erigel. I would love to see you tag me in your stories. If you do post this and please follow me on Spotify if you haven't yet and also leave a rating on Apple Podcasts. That would really, really help the podcast. And of course, me. A lot. And I truly, truly appreciate you. I am so grateful for you. Don't forget, be grateful.